right, what a fun, fun time. I, I got to do an interview via Skype with Jason Ritchie, and um, it, was, it was so much fun, and I'm proud to bring it to you here so you can find out what is going on inside the mind of this creative person. Um, Jason's been on the scene since he was 14. He's won so many awards, and he's just been nominated for even more, and I, I've witnessed him receiving some, and um, so I had a lot of good things I wanted to talk to him about, and so we started the interview, and unfortunately, me being new to Skype, I hit the wrong button, so we had to back up and um, start over, and he was very gracious, as you'll see in the interview about that, but first, I was talking to him about everybody's question about Pat Ramsey, and he was telling me a story, which is going to start here in a minute, of the time they sent Pat to his room. Here we go. Honest I Do by Jimmy Reed. And uh, uh, Johnny Winard asks Pat to play the harmonica part, you know, identical to the way that Jimmy Reed played it on the song Honest I Do. And Pat's response to Johnny Winter was, Jimmy who? Which infuriated Johnny Winter that his harmonica player didn't know who Jimmy Reed was. So the story that I get is that the story that Johnny Winter confirms, and Pat told me partially the same story, they locked Pat in a hotel room with a record player, a bag of weed, and a pizza for two days with nothing, Jimmy, with nothing but Jimmy Reed records. And two days later, Pat came out and then played the, the beautiful harmonica part that we now hear, um, White, Hot, and Blue, uh, the song Honest I Do by Jimmy Who? <laughs> <laughs> There's my best Pat Ramsey story. That is really great. Um, you know, I'm kind of new at this. I've never done this before, and I, I didn't have us recording part of the very first part. Oh, no problem, honey. Let's do it again. Okay, so my first question was, you've won a lot of awards. and In fact, since a very young age, you have been winning lots of awards. And you're nominated for a big one right now. And I asked you how you feel about that. And I think I said the first time that I was just really grateful to everybody that's made it possible for me to stay relevant because... There's all these companies behind me that are making sure that, you know, music gets out there. You know, we have a Lone Wolf Blues company that I work for and we, I make pedals with them. The Blue Moon Harmonica Company and we make harmonicas and uh, part, harmonica parts to improve harmonicas. And then Ellersoul Records, who made my record approved by Snakes and made all of that possible. Our booking agency, Tina Terry Agency. Those guys are manager, Larry Kay. Everybody, the bad kind, the band, the fans, every single people from it, you know, from all around 360 degrees have made it possible for me to put my name on these awards. But it's, you know, I've done work. I've been a harmonica player and I've practiced and I'm trying to get better and stuff. Right. And uh, and I and I work hard in the daytime doing lots of things. You know, it's not all interviews and, and music, you know, of <laughs> not. right, right. Most of the time we're driving six, seven, eight hours a day or something like that. But, you know, I teach Skype and my Skype students help keep me afloat and they keep it so that I can keep my head in music 24-7, which is all I want to do. 
So I'm really grateful to everybody who made it possible. It's nice. Often as a band leader, I don't make as much as the guys in my band. So winning an award like this is, it, it absolutely is a consolation, you know. It's one, it's, it's one big thank you. And, and I have one big thank you to give back right now because I'm really happy. I'm smitten going into the new year with this information. Yeah. You know, and it, it feels good. Yes, you know, it, it, yeah, yeah, it makes you feel good. It really does. And I'm really excited to work and try to like, now you really want to make the right decisions when everything's kind of going right, right? It's not too hard to make the wrong. I mean, it's really hard to make the wrong decisions when everything's kind of going right. So anyway, I feel very grateful and humbled. And in the harmonica community has been amazing. But the blues community, everything, all the people behind us, thank you very much. It's all you yeah. Well, you know what? I I had the privilege to be there when you got the Bernie Bray Harmonica Player of the Year. Okay, I'm going to get some coffee while you're talking. Go ahead. Anyways, I was at the Society for the Advancement and Preservation of Harmonica Spa in Tulsa, and I got to see um, Jason receive the Player of the Year Award there, which was really touching because that's in front of the whole community of harmonica players. And um, the love there is is like no other place. So that was quite an honor. And I was glad I got to be there and watch that happen. And also, you know, um, down in the vending area at Spa, uh, Jason was there with the the guys from Blue Moon and uh, Lone Wolf. And I got to see him um, working in there with all the rest of the vendors. It's kind of the, the hub of spa because that's where everything's made and done yeah yeah and i thrive in that environment i love i love being in retail and sales and stuff i love it you know i do i do too you know what i feel when i'm at the booth anywhere that i'm at it's usually at a music event and then the people come and talk to you and you get to talk about what you know and they ask you about things you love they're not asking you about the weather or um what color hair dye you use you know it's kind of like well they ask that too but i mean you know, it's it's in the element of um, people that care about kind of the same things. I like that pink. You guys can't see this on the podcast, but uh, I can. I'm pink. You're I pink. Have, I have pink dreadlocks. Randy says he's kicking me off the team because I have pink dreadlocks. <laughs> well, speaking of the team, we had some questions here as okay. well. Um, let me see. I, I put little stars by them. Okay, a couple of people. Carl Wilson and um, Kim White and different people wanted to know. Looks like, well, some people asked some comments. I don't know if I should ask them, but <laughs> they want to know about the microphone that you're developing there. Yeah. With yeah. Well, I just had dinner at the famous fried seafood establishment called Middendorf's with Lone Wolf. And I just got done hearing about our costs on the product. And uh, so the launch date is right around the corner. We're looking into, you know, as could be as early as late next month, maybe a month after that. But we're ready to go. Uh, we still don't have a name for the microphone. You know, it's just been one of those things that we've been so busy working on the actual microphone. We haven't had time to really flirt with the name. Plus, the shape of it changed so drastically from spa until now that a lot of the names that we do did have no longer sort of apply, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it doesn't look as 
as crazy as it did at Spa. You know, it's much more normal looking, which I'm happy with. Um, I'm very excited. I've been using the microphone exclusively for two months. If you look at any of the YouTube videos and you and you know you hit the filter part and you hit last month or the, the or this year or whatever, you'll see me playing through a plastic, you know, uh, 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 3D printed version of the microphone, right? Yeah. But the the electronics are the same in it. But the one we'll have will be aluminum or powder coating, so they're gonna be you're gonna be able to get like purple sparkles your name on it or whatever. You know, we're looking at it coming under the 200 mark, I think. I'm not sure. That's something that people are going to have to look at. I know that's a question. Um, We're really absolutely head over heels about it, and I'm excited that that was the first question, especially coming right from dinner with those folks. That's wonderful. Yeah, I I got to see the, um, the plastic one at Spa, and the other thing that was um, is in some of the questions here, I really, really like a lot of the stuff that you're doing with Blue Moon as well. I mean, your Jason Ritchie cover plated harmonicas, those are gorgeous. Tell us a little about those. <coughs> well, those uh, <coughs> came under design from Tom Halchek. Tom uh, sent them to me. You know, I'm looking at the templates right here. I can show you, you know. You know, here's one of the very first ones. You see it's solid piece of metal right here. Yeah. You know, you know, this is one of the first ones. And, you know, we kind of went from there and we got them down to where they were like almost like regular cover plate width. They're quite a bit thicker. You know, they're um, and then I had to like hand shave them down with the Dremel to get them like where I want and send them back there. And then we, you know, made a mold out of that. And then here they are. Um, they're, they're, you know, they're really a novelty item, I guess, at this point. Um, you know, we, we never had any plans of producing an entire production of them. You know what I mean? It was something we did that was a limited edition specialty thing. They play drastically different just by the cover plates being that shape and thick and width. It's absolutely remarkable, the difference in tone and how it projects. Uh, Whether or not that's a good or pleasant thing, I suppose is in the eye of the beholder. But the difference is certainly clear. And uh, it's not hard to adapt to them physically playing, but there is a difference. When you put your lips on it, it requires a much wider, more open umbrature. Yeah, I uh, Julie Jules had bought one and brought it over to the booth, and was I got to hold it, and she was playing it, and she liked it. She said she was going over and getting another one. So, aha, that's nice. Which yeah, well, nice. they kept a lot of options too. Like the ones that I have now is on a like what they what Tom Halchek calls phenolic linen, which is a comb material that only our listeners would be interested in, which is so wonderful. The harmonica nerd community. <laughs> Phenelic linen is one of the comb options that Blue Moon offers. And it's it's just like wood. It's incredible. And uh, it's also remarkably flat from the get-go. So m- making sure that it meets with the reed plates, you know, the draw reed plate and everything uh, without air leakage, is something that's easier to produce on this particular substance. And uh, I believe now we're offering that in a black as well, which 
I may even have in my possession and don't even know Nedra. <laughs> sorry to report. I, that's how spoiled I am. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Um, I pride myself at being um, spoiled. Uh, I've always said, you know, some women want diamonds. I, I just want another harmonica that's super cool and different. <laughs> yeah, I'm weird. I'm weird that way. But, uh, yeah, I would really, really love to get some of those um, from Tom. They're, they've, it's been, he's been reeling me in, you know. I'm looking at him going. And he's a good guy. You know what I mean? He's a smart guy. If people are working hard, he'll reward you back. That's yeah. how Tom Check is, yeah. Yes, I, I've, I've noticed that. He's, he's quite something. You know, it used to be you'd say, what's your favorite color when you were a little kid? You never thought you could say that with harmonic. What's your favorite color? You can get them now in any color. Right. And he said that the really bright lime green ones were his number one seller when he was getting ready to do this. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, for me, it's always been whatever looks traditional. I like the real traditional look. I do like red. I do like the color red. <laughs> As everybody is aware of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I do too. You know, um, Joe Spires does mine, and I, my set that I got from him I have in the brown wood. He switched over on one of them to one of the materials, and I don't know. It doesn't look as pretty to me. I really like that look. It's traditional and old, so I, I get that. But then also it's kind of fun to have trippy colors, you know, that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's all fun. That's nice. To, the the market is so open now, and Blue Moon is such a complete place to shop. You know, it's really it must be hard for other people. And you know, uh, you know, he's just the the parts that he makes are a lot of fun and exciting. But you know, everybody knows the customizers like Joe Spires, Felisco, Richard. That those guys they're on a whole other level. You know, but I'll tell you what, Tom Halchek's getting pretty good under the roof he's starting to to get pretty good at tweaking the reeds too and tuning them and getting them where they're playing really good you know so oh, he's catching up. he's catching up you know look out he's you guys there's your warning well there's enough room i'll tell you uh, fortunately the harmonic is loved by a lot of people and i i think it's growing you know i um did a podcast on the history of the instrument and i i talked a lot about it but i have to say you know it has really been evolving kind of at a steady rate. And a lot of that, it, you know, has to do with a lot of these people you mentioned and yourself. Because, I mean, who would ever have thought, you know, oh, we're going to get this really cool pedal that's going to make us sound really great. Because um, there was no yeah. such thing. Yeah, I kind of started it. I mean, I'm not the first guy to do it. I mean, people did it before me. I mean, you know, even Carrie Bell used pedals. You know, so it's even Chicago guys were doing that stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, I definitely helped popularize it. I was definitely one of the first to put together an actual pedal board and, you know, and have that as part of the show with different effects and, and then record with effects, you know, at the risk of people not knowing that the instrument that I was playing on, you know, which in some cases I think happens. I think it happens frequently with my music. A listener has no idea that what they're hearing is harmonica and um you know because there may be an organ effect or something like that on it <clears throat> that i don't really care about that i'm just here to make art you know what i mean if people yes. figure it out that's great what i don't really that, you know 
what instrument it is is really just a curiosity anyway it's the sound that we should be tuning into you know but anyway anyway all all that aside you know uh it's it uh effect pedals are great but you, nobody needs them you know what i mean it's something you can get you know to make life easier um there are the people who prefer to use none and those people are great and um, oftentimes when I'm recording, I will do things like that. You know what I mean? But in a live situation, there's too many variables in sound with acoustics. And like I'm trying to get the same tone at, at multiple volumes, like really, really low and really, really loud. And the pedals just allow me to calibrate better so that I can you know, adjust to almost any scenario, whether that be the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or the Spotted Cat, you know, which is a tiny little jazz place in the French Quarter, right. you know. So, like, either place, I can use the same equipment and have exactly the same sound, exactly the same tone and texture and beef and balls or whatever you want to call it to my tone, my amplified sound, as I can if I'm playing blasting, you know, to a million people. And that's really all the pedals do. Most people think that they're there or I'm dependent upon them. Absolutely not. They're just versatile. I use that big giant amp behind me, you know, that harp gear. I use that much like a PA. You know, I really just broadcast through it. I don't, I don't push it hard enough frequently enough for it to be like having a character effect on my tone as a matter of fact if i come right out of my paddle board straight to the to the house my my tone sounds very similar than it as it does to the amp it loses a little bit of its organic flavor and that's all yeah well i you know i mean that's uh those are all things that are going to um, lay out in history, like I said, of your legacy of what you've done and where you're bringing it and where it is going, which is a far cry from where it came from. Um, when you look at it uh, over from overblows to um, these low tuned harps to these, uh, there's just so many people doing so many things with the harmonica that you never could imagine that would have ever even happened you know oh man yeah these kids man these kids are blowing my mind man oh uh, they're pretty there's some amazing talent out there it, it's it's always the kids you know Kolchneko, constantine Kolchneko, the other constantine reinfeld you know these kids jared goldweber you know these guys are killing it man they're killing it you know this kid elia portnoff you know, the, these Russian dudes, you know, man, wow. I can't believe it. That's amazing. And and a lot of that is, is from what came before them and will, what will follow after them, you know, and, you know, and keeping it, keeping it going. And that's awesome that you're working with these kids and getting to be in that position because I think, <laughs> I think that's ultimately a great gift for you to give. I mean... You give everything as it is. I mean, as an artist, we give everything. That That's what artists do. They give everything. I have, yeah, I have two protégés that I teach for free. Um, and I get to teach them however I want to. So I don't have to worry about their feelings. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, I have two of them. One of, one of them is the young man that was at SPA named Luke Nathan, who has um, MS. Uh, that young man, oh, is, yes. is, he's one of my protégés. I may be meeting with him even tonight. I ran in, just got in from Middendorf's, the the fried fish restaurant I was telling you about. And I haven't checked my text, but I, yeah, I, I work with him and also Jackson Kinchelow, 
who is the harmonica player for the uh, touring band called uh, Sister Sparrow in the Dirty Birds. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, Jackson's a big effects player, user guy. Anyway, um, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, you've got a tour coming up. You're going to be hitting the road in February around your birthday. Yeah, yep. Thank you. Wow, you know everything, my birthday and everything. Wow. Yeah. I, you're, you're, most people don't do their homework. I try. <laughs> You know, I try. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's pretty cool. And you're going to be in Sacramento again. Um, the last time you were there, the torch, um, Kim came to see oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, my drummer, my drummer got drunk and was an asshole. At oh. The- <laughs> oh no. Don't worry, he's not with us anymore. Torch Club. If you're listening, with. <laughs> it's a bummer in the yeah. summer when your neighbor is a drummer. We've got one next door. He plays all the time. We're in here practicing. We can hear him through the walls, but that's okay because he rocks. Well, um, that's in September. I I hope to be able to make that uh, show there at the Torch Club. That's going to be good. Thank you. Um, Also, they want to know if you have any more. uh, Chris Hush wants to know if you have any more plans of making more acoustic stuff with J.J. Appleton. Yeah. Yeah, I'm writing for that record right now. Oh, sweet. Um, I, I haven't decided. I wrote. I put a new song up on YouTube called uh, "Don't You Badger the Witness," <laughs> and uh, that uh, that might be for JJ. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I that might be for the next acoustic album. I'm. I kind of want it for my band album, but uh, but I don't know. Maybe I'll do it on both. Do I don't both. know. Maybe I'll do it on. I don't know if you can do that. I have to ask my manager. If oh it's yeah. A good idea. Yeah, but because uh, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I'm writing for that record now. I'm also writing for a kid's record that I'm going to do with J.J. Oh, that's and awesome. I have five songs. I already have my songs written for that. So uh, everybody else is behind. I'm caught up on my homework. Um, yeah, I have five songs written for that. Uh, it's, I think the album is going to be called It's Hard to Be a Kid. <laughs> that's just simple like that, you know. And uh, anyway, yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. There will definitely be way more acoustic stuff to come. Yeah. That's super, man. I'll tell you. Um, so you got any Are you, you got any of them Big Fat Tuesday plans out there? Narland? Oh, I haven't even thought about any of the New Orleans holidays. You know, it hadn't even occurred to me. I think, uh, you know, we might be able to make some money off that Airbnb situation, you know, during all that. But I don't know. I haven't even thought about it. Usually we're out of town during it. You know, yeah, and that doesn't bother me because it's hard to get around because those parades slow traffic down really good. Oh, I you bet. Know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, a couple of people also want to know how um, how you. Let's see if I can find it. Okay, what limitations have you found on the instrument? Using a diatonic as a chromatic, mastering overblows and bends and everything seems like everything is possible within the range of the instrument. What has been your greatest um, obstacle? And this is this is from Algiardo Martin Gerardino Manarelli. Uh, that's a pretty serious question. Um, I mean, I think that I can answer it by saying that I don't look at it as a chromatic instrument. Okay, Howard does. Yeah. Howard, Howard, I don't see it that way. I don't think it'll ever sound good played in every key one harp played in every key um you know playing an e flat on a c harp mm, i'm not sure about that 
um, how that's going to, if that's a passable thing. Now, Howard thinks it is, and that's beautiful that his thought pattern is like that because that's what's enabled him to push so far and get so good. I don't see it that way. So um, I have a very humor, humorful or humorous humorous uh relationship with the harmonica where i very much accept that it's a harmonica (laughs) (laughs) and i'm happy with that uh there's so much that can be done with what it can do and overblows are wonderful for opening up the door to a bit of chromaticism you know maybe a little more than a bit you know but certainly not fully chromatic not in my opinion um and uh i love it i think it's funny i like i like what it does best i think the major pentatonic scale in second position is as close to what the harmonica wants to at the risk of sounding like joe felisco (laughs) but that's what i think that's what i think i think you know second position here we go You know, that whole sound. Oh, you know, yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah, let me get some coffee here. I'll be right back. Yeah, oh, yeah. wait. I have some water. Never mind. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm i in the kitchen, and I'll, I can hear different players, you know, playing in my head. This is how I am about it myself. I love everything it does, even if they called it a toy, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think it is a toy. It's I think my we have toy. to laugh at it. Yeah, we have to laugh at it. We have to be able to laugh at it. I don't want to. I don't take it too seriously anymore, Nedra. Yeah. You know, to me, like to me, my art is so much more than harmonica. You know, harmonic music is there. It's in the air. It's numbers and math and squares. Okay, it's yeah. geometry and it's physics and it's like, it's a study for the adept at learning the secrets of life in the universe. And we can translate that through any instrument. Harmonica just happens to be our chosen one, but that giant pyramid, it's like the harmonica is the top of the pyramid with the eye on it, but beneath it is the realm of music, which is all encompassing and the thing that leads to, you know, that's what it is. It's that vast and that huge, and we just choose harmonica to express it through. And I also, you know, use lyrics and song and who I choose to play in the band and instrumentation and all of these other things. Right, yeah. To get across the point, right? But it could be anything almost. But the harmonica is, no, I don't think it's a fully chromatic instrument. Um, I think Howard Levy is the best in the world, and I'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> but I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that, no. And and you don't have to, you know. I don't. Yeah, I don't have to. I I don't care. It's fun. I you know for ha- Howard Levy to me is um, I know they said he's the the full brain, the right and the left side of the brain, but there is a certain uh, magnificence to his aura and his who he is. And yes, whatever it is that he does, he does it very well. <laughs> I can't figure it out. I, I'm not. I'm nowhere near that, that level of anything. But I do admire it. I do admire <laughs> that. I admire that being able to pull that out. But you know, as an artist, I think that it is, as you're saying, it's so encompassing and it gets in your head, and you have to get it out no matter what, whether it is a lyric. And for me, sometimes it's a painting, or sometimes it's a decoupage. Right, I never right. know. 
I just, I, it, it Anything. owns me. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And that's, that's all I'm saying. But yeah. like, but I'm sure, I, and I just, and I just wanted to know that that's something that I'm sure that all the listeners have in common with us. And all of us, no matter what level we are on any instrument, have that in common is that we are just trying that we're one, the, the process of getting that out, no matter at what level, it's so it feels so good. That's what we're all addicted to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Right. Well, you can't. It, it's like air. You, you need it to breathe, man. And it's cool because our instrument you use air to breathe and to play and to speak and True. create and be. And I, you yes. know, it's like if you didn't do it, I, I don't know what would happen. You, you know, you'd probably. I don't. Who knows? I, I can't take that chance and not and not create and not be. So. So that being said, wow, I, I sure appreciate you giving us this time here on my little podcast. My pleasure, um, Nedra. Uh, I have so much fun going and interviewing at um, Spa, so I thought, well, I'd start doing some of this as well. You know, because I, I read and see all the questions that people have and what they want to do with their music and where, like you're saying, no matter where they're at, it, they the desire is there to keep growing and keep learning. And you are so inspirational and helpful. I mean, you give with your lessons, you give with your shows, you give when you talk I, to yeah, us. I'm not even giving so much as I'm just reaching my hand out saying, hey, let's all hang out, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. Yeah, that's, yep. that's it, man. I wish I could come down there and uh, me and Julio sit on the back porch and yeah, me knock too. out some me tunes. Too. Maybe next time, um, hopefully, we'll see you at Spa and you can sit down and play with Julio a little bit. I think you would enjoy that. He is Thank you. Something. That would be wonderful. I'd like that. Thank you very much. Okay, so what else you got to tell us? Anything before we wrap up here? <clears throat> um, I don't know. Yeah, please, people, everybody check my website for tour dates. I think, you know... The, all the social media with Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, it's easy to forget that there are websites that people have <laughs> that where the information is solid and can be seen. And for me, that's mooncat.org or jasonritchie.net. Either one of those web addresses will get you there. And yeah, if you have any questions about the microphone, definitely check in, holler out. Definitely want to give a shout out at the end to Blue Moon and, uh, and to uh, Lone Wolf and everybody in Nedra, thank you so much. I was, uh, I, I everybody I talked to wanted to say that I was talking to you today said hi and all <laughs> of that. And yeah, I told a few people I was going to be talking to you. Anyway, they all said hi. They all said you're a wonderful woman, and thank you very much for having me on the podcast. I love podcasts. Well, we'll do it again sometime. That'd be great. Anytime. All I'm right. Ready. All right. Thank man. you. Peace. Okay. Bye. Bye. What a lot of fun. And I'll tell you what, if you go to, on to Facebook, to the Harmonica Lady page, you can go to the videos and you can see uh, the things that Tom Helcheck is working on as well as Nathan and Randy there at Lone Wolf um, and Suzuki. I have interviewed all of them at Spa. So you can actually see some of the stuff that we were talking about. And don't forget to go to themooncat.org and visit the website to find, as he said, all of the most current information. All right. Harmonica Lady out. Let's do it, Leo.